This is a download from MFR. The Ross County Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Hello and welcome to the Ross County Fan Zone on MFR. On this week's show, back after the international break, we'll look ahead to this weekend's game with Dundee United and choose our left-sided midfielder for our Ross County Dream Team. We have our goalkeeper and back four already. We've uh, now got to find the flair to find us goals in our team with uh, some creative wide men. Alongside me, two Ross County supporters, John Maxwell and Scott Taylor. Scott, good to see you back. Um... Yeah, international break. It's always a weird one, isn't it? I, I, I don't know. Really, I don't really like it. If I, I'm being honest, I go to most of the Scotland home games uh, with my brother, and so that's kind of a, a good, yeah, good yeah, way yeah. to get around it is to actually go to the games. But ah. um, yeah, definitely missed seeing County, especially. I was down at the Hibs game uh, before I of course, took it yeah. last week. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I've been off with a bit of a bad cold. So Sorry, I've not got a signal from you yet, but no. uh, I'll, I'll get one. I did go to the doctor's one, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So looking forward to this weekend now that it's back to back to club business. I think the thing about the international break in September that annoys me is you always just get into you've waited ages for club football to competitive club football to come back and then well yeah, I know we got four or five games out of it, but then it stops and then we start again and then October we'll have another break and November there's international breaks as well and it just just get rid of international football, that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't think there's any real reason why the lower leagues should stop playing. Yeah. And, uh, I, I certainly would have gone to a lower league match uh, over the last weekend if there was if there was a game on. Well, I don't see the point. Uh, uh, England make a big deal of it down south as well, don't they? They have non-league day. Yeah. We don't seem to drum up that interest as well, which is interesting because there was, well, I know there, locally there wasn't much in terms of... Um, you know, League One, League Two action uh, for Martin are of course down at Annan, but there's Highland League as well. But there is a return of top flight football this weekend in the area in the form of Ross County back at Victoria Park on home soil. Um, home performances this season, we've seen two very mixed bag. <laughs> what are we going to get on Sunday against Dundee United, John? It's a minus one aggregate so far, isn't it? Uh, are we going to claw that back? Oh, I I can't really predict it. I'm afraid. Um, Dundee United are they, they're a mixed bag themselves. Mm-hmm. Don't I don't know what we're going to expect. They they certainly have improved from the start of the season, um, but I'm I'm not convinced that that their form away from home is consistent enough as as it ought to be. Just as Jackie Matamara's Partick Thistle were were brilliant at home and terrible away. I don't. Th- I don't think he's picked up enough wins away from home yet. Um, a lot of things about Dundee United that that, that are good. Um, they've th- their front four is just absolutely frightening. They can conjure up goals from from nowhere. Um, you know, remember the 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 Cali Thistle game that they they won one nil. I think it was at Tanadice mm-hmm, earlier in the mm-hmm, season, mm-hmm. and um, the, David Goodwillie missed a sitter uh, right in front of goal. Uh, uh, there were four touches in that move really uh, Peyton put a long diagonal ball from from deep and it was just a just a, a standard ball and it's to Gary Mackay Stephen and with one touch with his chest he knocked the ball beyond David Raven and uh, even though he was behind the, the, the right back he, he got a sprint on him got to the, got to the byline put a superb ball in and David Willey 
managed to miss it. It was even worse than Rockle Quinn's against Hibbs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that that sums up David uh, uh, Dundee United's danger because they can just make something out of nothing because they've got a bit of everything. They've got a bit of creativity and a bit of flair and a bit of pace, and they've they've got a top striker in David Gwilly. David Goodwillie, I mean, is a, a real tremendous prospect, and I really hope we see the you know the return to form for him because although he had gone down to, to Blackburn, you know, didn't really perform at all down there. So hopefully for the international side, I don't know, just killed international football, but um, <laughs> it'd be good to see David Goodwillie back in a Scotland jersey. I really think he's a, a player with massive amounts of potential. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he got a bit of a stick from the Ross County supporters a few years ago as well. So do you remember that, Scott? Yes. Were you, were you one of them? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't. I wasn't no. saying anything. He's been Thorn and County side quite a few times. Scottish Cup final. Well, he scored the opening goal mm-hmm. um, and that, and then I think his performance in the Scottish Cup game. Uh, you talk about when he, the allegations when he was first charged. Um, you know, he he played brilliantly. And like like you say, when you've got David Goobley playing well, he should certainly be chatting on the door for a call out from Gordon Strachan. I think we're just waiting to see the, the return of his form, though. And what I'm trying to say is, we hope it's not against County this weekend. No. <laughs> It'll come eventually. He's too good a player to for to to not to not come good. I think when he finds his form, he'll score maybe seven or eight matches in a row, and that'll be him back 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 to business. When we look at Ross County. Um, I noticed Derek kind of washed over Stranraer. That's <laughs> forgotten about. At two unbeaten games in the Premiership. After all, that's the bread and butter. Um, Hibs away was the last game. We spoke about that uh, last week, John. Uh, and obviously St Mirren the week before that. Conceded no goals, scored three, unbeaten. Is this the start of perhaps a little run? You know, we talk about the run that <laughs> went on last year. Incidentally, started with results against Hibs and St Mirren. Um, I think they've got a solid base to work from the back four I've kept two clean sheets so you have to stick with them it's now about the forward players really chipping in yeah maybe the international break came at the wrong time for county you know there's a lot of teams that the international break is it's a good thing for them it gives them a chance to kind of regroup and just look forward and I know that that's the way Derek Adams has certainly been looking at it a chance to work on things on the training ground while he's while he's got the squad together while there's no games on. Um, I think uh, it's yeah it's hard to hard to see how they'll do against Indy United. Like you say, they've got a lot of flair players. Um, I think that the forward forward thinking unit um, just need time to gel. Really, you know when you've got. Um, we saw Graham Carey we talked about him last week I thought he had a great game at Easter Road uh, Rocco Quinn Kevin Lacassin uh, Stuart Kettlewell going forward as well and Ivan Sprewell these guys just need a bit more time to, to come together I think yeah um, to, to get the best out of Ivan Sprewell you need to get three balls onto him and get him racing down behind the behind the defence and I, I haven't really seen the kind of off the ball running that we saw from Sprewell at sort of um, at the in the middle of last season um, when he first got into the team, he was he was brilliant. He was a revelation because of the kind of runs that he was making that no one else would make. Haven't really seen that so far this season. Um, hopefully, he'll find his form again. And when you've got players like Kerry and Quinn in the team, you've got players who can find them with three balls. Um, um, I, 
I, I'm not terribly optimistic about this game uh, and and the reason why is although Dundee United I think their weaknesses in midfield I think Peyton and Rankin can be can be hard if if Quinn and Kettlewell play like they did against St Mirren if they press them like like press Dundee United like they did St Mirren then there's good joy there but but um, to get the best out of that for Ross County then it means that the defence has to push higher as they did against St Mirren and that was fine because they had Sutton and Harkins up front and they were never going to run behind the county defence but but Dundee United are a different proposition altogether so so um, I think County's fullbacks, whoever they are in the day are going to have a big game When we look at home uh, performances we've just kind of analysed the last two though two home games coming up should we ex- be expecting six points? Mm. I think four is probably reasonable. It'd be more real, realistic, uh, given the choice between the two games. I'd say the Hearts game is more important, given our position just now. Obviously, we want to look forward and try and push at the table, but you've got to keep an eye on what's you know kind of behind you. Yeah, but let's be honest, that's a nailed on three points, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not really. No. You're just yeah. trying to jinx it. No, no, no not at all. No, by all accounts, Hearts weren't great against Cali, but mm-hmm. you just but, never know. But even Dundee United, though, we, we've already said that they've had a mixed bag of results. Mm-hmm. Surely, this you know Ross County must look at in this game to to kind of really kickstart something. I spoke to Melvin Deleuve, uh and through the week, and he said, "Well, you know, we're we're taking confidence from this unbeaten run. The players feel that they have got something now, and they and they can really push on." Dundee United, for me at home. I'd be expecting three points. Yeah, uh, well, the one one nil post split that yep. we commentated on. Yeah, again, Ivan Sprewell really. Um, uh, he, he was like fantastic he, he, evening. He did, he did, and that's what Ross County need again. Um, I, I think, I think Ross County at worst will draw. I, I say I'm not terribly optimistic. I'm thinking that 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 they could a draw is definitely there for the taking, but I think they should be looking for a win. I'll never forget that game that you commentated on at the Victoria Park that night, only because you. Powered after Gordon Connolly. Oh yeah, it was a rather co commentator. We, we we might talk about him later on. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah. But but, but um, yeah, uh, he he was a bit of a hero of mine growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was dumbstruck as well. he didn't he didn't really know how to, to take it when you no. asked for a picture after the game. I, know. <laughs> I don't know if he thought you were you were joking, but absolutely not. You were being one hundred percent serious. That, that made my night absolutely. There you go. Um, so yeah, Dundee United at home uh, is this weekend's game on Sunday. Um, yeah, I, I think that Ross County should be targeting three points, and again against Hearts, six points from the next two games really moves them up a, a heck of a lot uh, of positions in the table. And suddenly they can be looking at, at at that top six again. A trip to Motherwell. I know we're looking too far ahead now, but uh, we, there's not going to be a couple of shows for a couple of weeks, so we may as well uh, go ahead and, and look because obviously we've got respective holidays to to go on. Um, I think you've challenged me to a donut finding at the best donut we have to the biggest find, or the biggest well you're going to what is it Florida yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to Aberdeen um, so well done yeah, <laughs> you won that one but yeah I mean looking ahead to September it really is a a month where I think Ross County um, might get some joy from hopefully hopefully this year they will because obviously last year yes. was when the run 40 game unbeaten run ended mm-hmm. Um We've been slow starters in the past, and it's taken us time to kind of get things together. Even two years ago, I think even by September, that was kind of when it started to pick up again. So certainly, when you look at the fact, like the fact we've got two home games in a row, is perfect opportunity to at least get some more points on the board and just start 
looking ahead. But it's going to be the same as last season. Teams are going to be taking points off each other. Yeah. Um, I don't think there'll be many teams will do whitewashes against other teams. Mm-hmm. Like Kenny did against Hibs last season. Yeah. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. perfect example. When when you talk to her about the Hearts game next week potentially being a, a big game and um, with league position, I know the Hearts obviously have that deficit at the bottom there. But when you look at the bottom. St Mirren are the team that uh, are also in danger but there's rumours afoot that uh, Danny Lennon might be out of a job in the next couple of weeks please keep him for another yeah well that's months. what I'm thinking as well yeah I'd, I'd rather keep Danny Lennon at uh, St Mirren Park but the change of manager often brings with it uh, you know a change in fortunes unless it's Jimmy Calderwood yeah or Willie McStay <laughs> or Willie McStay yeah those are the, the little uh, exempt at the bottom uh, but Kamarnik as well they're kind of struggling early on as well but do you think it's important to try and you know get away from from these teams and I'm not going to mention the R word but you know stay away from that drop zone you look at last season the, the uh, was it the Friday night game against Dundee um, that to me was the turning point of the season for for us when if we kind of hit if we'd gotten away with a draw it wouldn't have been the end of the world but it just wouldn't have pushed us that far in front yep. I think the fact that we created that gap at that stage of the season just meant we could just you know kind of relax the, the whole point of last season was just to finish 11th I think once they got the the gap I think they just freed the players up to just play you know the way the way they want to play uh, you look at even at this stage of the season just with Hearts kind of clawing back some of those points I know they didn't play great against Cali but you know they're still a threat mm-hmm. at this stage of the season. They've been they've had a great deal of luck so far. They've been they've been hanging on to games and then just be getting wonder goals from from Jamie Walker in particular. Jason, yeah, Jamie Walker, Jason Holt. I was getting them mixed up. Mm-hmm. He hasn't scored yet. No, but they played. They do, they do play Celtic this weekend as well uh, before Ross County next week. So, it's, how do we see September panning out then? Starting with Dundee United. Uh, give me a points tally, including Motherwell. Hipsar Park, which will be an interesting game, of course, up against uh, Mr. Lawson and Vigers. Yeah. Um, well, I uh, didn't realise we only had three games. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I th- a point against Dundee United, uh, three points against Hearts, point against Motherwell. Five points, unbeaten. Unbe- un- unbeaten going into Aberdeen. And unbeaten in five as well, yeah. when you take into the, the August games. A points tally from uh, for I'm, September from you. I'm, oh. I'm going to add an extra point and say six I think we'll probably win a couple of games and United Hearts but I think Motherwell we might struggle Fair enough that well that means you're unbeaten in three at home uh, at the end of <laughs> September so not bad at all uh, of course yeah a couple of uh, not, not uh, we've not got a show for two weeks now uh, we will continue our search for our dream team we're looking for left-sided midfielders uh, left side this week and then two weeks time we'll look to the other side the right side, of course. Um, left side of midfielders in. I think you guys said there's a bit of a debate going on. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll let Scott start that off. A lot of people on Twitter, obviously, going um, not too far back. Uh, Ian Vigers is a very, very popular uh, uh, choice on, on Twitter. Uh, Scott, you got a, a short list? Well, certainly Ian Vigers. I think, did I pick him as my player of the year last year? I can't remember now. I think um, you did, yeah. Um, you might have. We were going to build up to him, were we? Oh, right. <laughs> well, see, well, wait, well, well, I'll start. We'll, we can go way back, you know. Yeah. If you like, you know, yes, we'll just we'll just I forget mean, the Ian Vigers reference. I'll let, I'll let uh, 
I'll let John talk about uh, Gordon Conley. See, um, but I mean, you go go back. Paul Kinnaird had a run in the team. Can I think it was he sank kind of midway through the third division. He w- he must have been about thirty five or something at the time, was he mid thirties? Yeah, I, I think he was. Kind still of had it. He still had it. Yeah, in the third division, um, and then also Daisy Ross as well. You know, Daisy. You know, He's had this mention before for goalkeeper. Winger, I think, Kim Winger, Kim goalkeeper, goalkeeper yeah. yeah. So if you want versatility, you've got that. Um, <laughs> I know he's not going to get picked, or I'm, I'd be very surprised if anyone on Twitter actually mentioned his name. But uh, Mark Cochran, I wouldn't have gone for him. In all to be honest, yeah. I, was trying to th- I was just trying to think of in t- terms of left side of the midfielders. And John, yeah. John mentioned John Rankin before, and I couldn't remember him playing. He, left, he, he occasionally more... played left of yeah. a four-four-two, but but he played under Alex Smith, and he was more of a four-three-three yeah. guy. Not much of a winger, you know. Yeah. We one wide man. So I think we'll we kind of want to go for a you know a proper winger. Yeah. Name. I mean, or we, are we going to change it? We're going to change our formation. <laughs> we have spoken about a four-four-two in the past, but. We've, there, there are so many good central midfielders that we might have to go for a four five one. Yeah, because we might have to drop a striker. You see, and that's pretty. That's risky. Uh, there goes Martin now, we Mikowski. Were... Yeah, <laughs> there goes his spot. I'm not impressed. Yeah. Um, I mean, right, let's go for a let's go let's go for a five man midfield. So yeah, we'll have decision a decision taken away from we'll us. We'll have we'll have a, yeah. a sitting midfielder, um, and, and two and two, two central midfielders. Two wide men, so that that will really kind of give us three central midfielders to play a bit with because I know that's going to cause some grief yeah. down the line. So let's 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 choose a left-sided midfielder. I, I was going to talk about John Rankin, positively and negatively. Okay, um, he he made 101 league appearances, 17 goals. Twelve of those were in one season or in half a season. It was um, yeah. 05, 06. Yeah. He's an absolutely brilliant pl- player in the first half and he got Ross County um, to second in the league pretty much, yeah. on, almost single-handedly because the amount of goals that he scored from around the edge of the box it was fantastic. He was so lethal. That was also a launch pad of his you know, his career as well because well, they get, went on get, to getting on to that. Cali, yeah. yeah I mean, when when mm. it became apparent that he was going to join them um, in the, when it became apparent of that in the new year, it was all pretty obvious that his performance has dropped and he scored one goal in uh, towards the end of January and that was it for the season after that um, and Ross County barely won a game for the rest of the season as well um, they, County went on six draws in a row and they, they didn't win any of their last ten games it showed how reliant they were on John Rankin in that season but it showed how, how off the ball he went. And I, I remember one game in particular, it was against St Mirren, who went on to win the league that season. County were, I think, were already third, and I don't think they were going to win it, but there was a chance if they managed to... to it was a six-pointer, in, in a sense, if they managed to get the win, they could have. But they they could have probably put pressure on St Mirren, but um, County were, were 1-0 down and then 2-0 down. And John Rankin, instead of being the the, the, the leader of the, the attacking midfield, he actually... he. He went and sat so deep that he was the deepest line midfielder and let just everyone else do it because I don't think he wanted to, to, to hurt himself in the game because he would have lost his chance for the big shot. And I was left a bit disappointed from that, in all honesty, mm-hmm. even if he was one of my favourite players in the, of the Alex Smith era. Well, you'll get a chance to boo him on Sunday. <laughs> I don't boo players. <laughs> boo boy over there, will you boo him? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Boo Burns. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So we were talking about Gordon Conley. Uh, no, go for, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. No, um, I mean Gordon Conley. The although he didn't play, I think oh, we're looking at like post ninety four. Obviously, when we got on the Scottish League, yep. he was obviously a mainstay in the Highland League team. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a bit of a falling out with Neil Cooper, I think, before they played Dunfermline in the cap and. Mm-hmm. He, although he did make a couple of appearances after that game, I think that was kind of finished yep. um, as a player with the club. But I've still got the videos of him. I think it was against Alloa in the Scottish Cup in '95. Um, he scored a double and three-two win. I don't know what his goal celebrate. I've, um, you have to see it. It's, I'm not sure if it's on YouTube or not, but he just kind of clinks his fists together. I don't know, yeah, because we're Great on for radio. Because we're on radio, you're not going to be able to see it. But well, next if, time, our next show, we'll get a, yeah, we'll get a response from Gordon Connolly as to yeah, what, what, that was, celebration what was the celebration about. Okay, I'll ask him. I've wanted to know that for nearly 18 years. <laughs> I, I said to Scott that I, was, I, I look back as, as Goggs as a, more of a, a classy central midfielder, but yeah. he, did, he did play in the flank as well. Yeah, I would have him as a, a central midfielder too. Um, and also a very good co commentator as well. Um, Shortlist, any more guys on there? No, they'll be building up to I, your. I, I think the we're probably mutually agreed that. Um, Zian Vigers. Zian Vigers, he's been a mainstay for the last got, three or four years. It's got to be. He he joined from Cali Thistle. Yep. When Cali Thistle got relegated in 08 09, yep. um, he was released by Terry Butcher mm-hmm. for, for whatever reason. Um, I when it, when he joined and I saw this this guy who was about six foot six foot one and I th- I just thought he was going to be a, a a strong left midfielder with a decent left foot kind of like Kevin McKinley, um, uh, but not bit, like bit, Kevin McKinley. <laughs> yeah, but but I bet he, I bet no one thought I was going to mention him in the best left midfielders. <laughs> um, but the but it turned out to be a really classy playmaker who 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 tended to play in the left even though naturally he's probably more of a central player. Um, he he really made his name with the the the, the kind of flicked goal uh, for the three one win against Cali Thistle. Yeah, yeah that's that, right. That was his first goal. That was the his club first goal. Well. Yeah, 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 it was in front yeah. of the away fans at the, yeah. at the, at the uh, Cali Stadium, it, um, and he celebrated so hard that he, that he, had, he was knackered and he had to be subbed off uh-huh. shortly afterwards. He did love a goal against Cali Thistle. I think even when it was someone else that was scoring the goals, if you see the photos of uh, Andre Hino's goal last season yeah. well, <laughs> you, he was just, delighted. You, you just see him with the hands to the ears in front of the Cali fans he was getting a lot of abuse uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by song so I, I always remember speaking to uh, Craig Brown actually I think it was in 2008 and Craig Brown had been at a game uh, this was when he was unemployed uh, before he became employed with Motherwell and Aberdeen uh, a few years later but he, he did say that um, and this is a former international manager and he picked up Ian Vigers as a, a truly, a, a truly tremendous talent, and uh, and and wanted. I always thought that when he became a manager or got back into management, he might swoop for Ian Vigers. No, probably doubt he did. Mm-hmm. Maybe Aberdeen, maybe Motherwell. I'm not too sure, but he rated Ian Vigers very, very highly. And I'm glad that Ian Vigers is kind of fulfilling his potential in, in the top flight, and and might have gone down south. I know Oldham were interested as well, but I'm glad to see him uh, playing top flight football because I think. It was a blow when he when he was released by Cali Thistle to go down a division because I think he could well play at a high level consistently. He's one of my all time favourite players. Mm-hmm. He's just unique, so unique yeah. to to um, from anything that any other type of player that Ross County have had. And I'll go back to your Sprebble point as well. Um, I thought him and 
they made they had a, yeah. such a great partnership. Tigers and Sproul just clicked. Yeah, didn't they? I mean, and they some of the goals they scored last season were just tremendous. Indeed. So Ian Vigers is our left-sided midfielder. Agreed. Yep. Okay, so that's not too bad. Back four, uh, Tony Bullock and goals. Back four of uh, Chris Simmerville, Brian Irvin, mm-hmm. Scott Boyd, and Shug. Good old Shuggy. Yeah, you're not going to get many goals past that defence. No, it's not a bad back four. And then the Ian Vigers forming a five-man midfield, which means we're going to have one less striker. Four six zero? No, <laughs> no. Do Craig Levine? No, well, no, no, no. We'll go four five nah, one. There, there's, there's plenty. I say plenty. There's quite a few strikers to choose from. I think. Only it's one's going to get the, the jersey. Only one. No, only one. There can be only one. We'll look at right-sided <laughs> midfielders in two weeks' time. Uh, right-sided midfielders off the top of your head. Any suggestions? Uh, straight away, Billy Ferris. Billy no, Ferris. No yeah. Could he play left as well? I think someone uh, said on Twitter yeah, he might have been. I a think he did. Kind of. Across at times, wingers as wingers tend to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, we'll open up. Uh, You can tweet me at Aldieboy or hashtag MFR Fanzone. A couple of weeks' time, we'll be back in a fortnight's time with our right-sided midfielders. We'll also be able to look back at uh, an unbeaten September. Hopefully, there we go. It's got a nice ring to it. Uh, John, enjoy your holidays in Florida. Yes, please. and enjoy the donuts when you find <laughs> plenty. Um, I think I'll get a Rowie. Is it Rowie or Rowie in Aberdeen? Was that, what did they call it in Aberdeen? Is it Rowie? I'll get one of them anyway. There we go. Uh, I don't think they'll beat the, the, the donuts of uh, Florida. That's it from us here on the Ross County Fan Zone. We'll see you in a fortnight's time. Bye. Cheerio. The Ross County Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Listen again online at mfr.co.uk slash rosscounty. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Get more from the North's number one radio station at mfr.co.uk.